Blog Talk Radio. reported that on November 12th, police officers from the Anhui and Bozu Bureau of Religion visited a house church and arrested more than 10 believers. Some believers were not released until that afternoon. The police also confiscated items belonging to the church. In spite of these raids, believers in China remain faithful. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians in over 50 nations around the world, Subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Dial 875-VOICE today. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news about another real-life Jesus freak. The year is 1079. No one will stand up to the tyranny of Bolslaw the Cruel, King of Poland. No one except Stanislas, Bishop of Krakow, who courageously rebukes the king. In response, the king sends soldiers to the chapel to kill Stanislas. When they rush in, swords raised, the bishop remains kneeling in prayer, and the men lower their swords. Hearing this, the king races furiously to the chapel, and he himself plunges a dagger into the bishop's heart. But in death is victory, as Boleslaw's own court unites against him, ending his tyrannous reign. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey,
Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered in a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remained faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. startled. I couldn't believe it when I came across, and I truly believe it was the Holy Spirit that led me to this article from this news outlet that reported on Tom Brady. Now, many of you are listening to this uh, broadcast, this presentation, who may be living outside of North America, may not be familiar who Tom Brady is. I know we have a lot of listeners in Africa and throughout Asia and and South America. For those of you who are not big football fans here in North America, Tom Brady is a six-time Super Bowl winner. He plays for the New England Patriots, and recently he won his sixth uh, Super Bowl title with the New England Patriots. And I was shocked to read about him and his wife. Allow me to read from this article. 
This is a Boston-based news outlet, and they, I just, and I'm going to offer my insight and commentary. And but it says that six-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady spoke about how his wife has used some unusual ways to keep luck on her husband's side. Brady opened up in South Boston recently, shedding his playoff scruff for the benefit of three nonprofits. And while there, Brady faced several questions, including one asking him if he had any Super Bowl superstitions or brought anything with him for luck. Quote, I've learned a lot from my wife over the years, Brady said while laying down in a barber's chair, close quote. She's about, quote, she's about the power of intention, believing that things are really going to happen, close quote. And then Brady, it's reported, it says that Brady even refers to his wife putting together a little altar for him that he could bring with pictures of his kids and but then he went into a little bit more detail about how elaborate his wife's superstitions are. He says, quote, I have these little special stones, healing stones, protection stones, and she has me wear a necklace, take these drops that she makes, see all, say all these kinds of mantras, close quote. He said to a captivated audience listening to the future NFL Hall of Famer. Brady said that, quote, I stopped questioning her a long time ago. I just shut up and listened, close quote. At first, Brady says, at first this was kind of crazy, but about four years ago we were playing the Seahawks, and she said, you better listen to me. This is your ear. But this is all the things you're going to have to do to win. And I did all those things, and my God, it worked, Brady said, laughing at the end. Now, it begs the question, what did Tom Brady do? What were some of the things that his wife encouraged him to do? Well, I just read to you. He wears a necklace. He participates in, in having, actually in his possession, healing stones, protection stones. He says, I have these little special stones. She made me, she has me wear a necklace. Take these drops. Say all these mantras. What is happening here? Well, at the end of the article, tells it all. It reveals everything. Brady finished the story, recounting one last thing his wife said to him. She said, you're, quote, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch, close quote. What is happening here? Is Tom Brady participating in witchcraft? I believe so. I think his wife is. And I think over over time, much more will come to the surface. But let's not be surprised. Witchcraft is rampant in our society. Now, I've traveled on six continents of the world more than 70 countries. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter where I go in the world, witchcraft is present. Witchcraft is a force to be reckoned with. 
And I want to talk, speak about, on this broadcast, during this presentation, about the subject of witchcraft. And answer some of your questions. I've been getting a lot of emails and phone calls from individuals throughout the world who are interested in this subject of witchcraft. How to overcome witchcraft. Can Christians be attacked by witchcraft? Well, as many of you know that you attend uh, our seminars, our meetings, our services can testify. You have been eyewitness of good Christian people who love Jesus Christ, who have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, who believe in the miraculous, but yet they're being affected by witchcraft. Well, let's not be surprised. Even in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, in Galatians chapter uh, 3, he was very concerned about the church, born-again, spirit-filled individuals who had been bewitched. Interesting word that he used upon these individuals, the early church, and they couldn't see clearly some things about Jesus Christ. You can be bewitched. It happened in the first century. It can happen here in 2019. You can be bewitched. So it begs the question, how can Christians be attacked by witchcraft? What what are we to do about overcoming witchcraft? It People often ask me as I travel around and speak into various audiences throughout the world, it, one of the top questions I get all the time is what's the number one spirit that you encounter? Because as many of you know, I, I've dealt with tens of thousands, been involved in tens of thousands of deliverances through the years. Every week, every day, we deal with individuals who have evil spirits. People have to ask, what's the number one spirit that we come across? By far, it is witchcraft. It is the spirit of witchcraft. It's that prevalent in our day and age. And I'd like to take a moment on this presentation, on this broadcast, to speak on this very subject. Can Christians be attacked by witchcraft? On today's edition of Deliverance, I'm Jay Bartlett. I'll be here for the next half hour or more, I should say, exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Tonight, I would encourage you, if you're able to, get to our meeting here in Houston, Texas. I would encourage you, if you're able to, get to Houston. Anyway, as as many of you know, we we have people flying in from and taking the train, taking a bus, hitchhiking, uh, getting to our meetings. Because there's, to be honest with you, here in North America, there's not a not in the context of what. 400, 350 million, 400 million people living in in North America, there's not many places you can go to where you'll receive not only teaching, 
but also ministry. We actually, in every single service, as uh, many of you know, I'm a pastor of the of the Jesus Church in Pasadena, California, right outside of Los Angeles, and in Vancouver, British Columbia. Which, by the way, I'm flying back to uh, Vancouver uh, early in the morning tomorrow uh, for our Saturday service in Burnaby, right outside of Vancouver. I'm looking forward to our special meeting there in Burnaby, the Jesus Church service on Saturday evenings. And then Sunday, as we are every week in Pasadena in uh, Southern California at the Jesus Church. And I'll be ministering in every single service seminar, we not only teach, but we also cast out demons. But not only cast out demons, but we we have discovered in all these years of ministry, this is my 31st year in the gospel ministry, and I'm I'm mystified, astonished with the amount of people not only having demons, but have the witchcraft spirits, but having inner witches living inside of them. And we'll talk more about that here in a moment. How many individuals were coming across? Born-again people who have demons and inner witches within their lives. And this is something we deal with in every service, I'm sure, here tonight in Houston. We'll be dealing with individuals that have witches inside of them who've been targeted by witchcraft. It could be a family member, a friend, a loved one. It could be an ex-husband, ex-wife. It could be a, a cousin. It could be your next-door neighbor. I'll never forget in West Palm Beach a few years ago. Uh, we held a, a powerful seminar where we actually dealt with a praise and worship leader. So this is a born-again who loves Jesus Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit, but yet she had her two neighbors inside of her, two neighbors. Turns out both of them were witches or witches. They had been sending spells, casting spells upon her, jealous of her, vindictive. Wanting to destroy her because she was so open about her witness for Jesus Christ. My friends, witchcraft is a force to be reckoned with. And I'm here behind this microphone here in Houston, Texas, wanting to help you. Now, I will be in Houston at the meeting here tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to to uh, praying with you, to do whatever we can to see you set free by the power of Jesus Christ. That's tonight. February the 8th, Houston, Texas, at the Houston Marriott North, 255 North Sam Houston Parkway East, here in Houston, Texas. The Friday seminar starts at 7 p.m. As you know, we hold these Supernatural Jesus seminars where we explore the heavenly realms. We speak about and teach on our identity in Jesus Christ. We remove demons, and we pray for those broken in heart, and those who are sick. And we have seen tens of thousands of miraculous healings taking place, incredible signs and wonders, and I'm believing here tonight, same thing. I want to encourage you, here in Houston, at the Houston Marriott North, 255 North Sam Houston Parkway East, the Friday seminar starts tonight at 7 p.m. Now, tomorrow I'll be in Burnaby, back in, in the Vancouver area in British Columbia, We'll be at the Delta Hotel, Burnaby Conference Center, 4331 Dominion Street in Burnaby, British Columbia. The Saturday service starts at 7 p.m. Now, I'll be back at our Jesus Church 
in Pasadena, February the 10th. I'll be returning, and I'll be ministering and teaching and praying for you at the Jesus Church at the legendary Hilton Pasadena uh, Sunday service at 6 p.m. Now, the, we're also holding a special Monday service. Now, our last few Monday services have just been spectacular. That's why we're continuing. And I told Pastor Sharon Brand, many of you know Pastor Sharon. She's my faithful mission administrator. I told her to schedule some more uh, meetings on Mondays. Of all days, we're having an incredible. I mean, last time we were in Torrance in the Los Angeles area, uh, I think a few weeks ago, nearly every seat was taken in the conference hall at the at the Marriott. So I and we saw great miracles, people being healed, people being delivered from evil spirits, people getting saved by Jesus Christ. So we're going to be holding February the 11th, Monday, at the Marriott Courtyard in Torrance. Uh, Monday seminar at 7 p.m. So as you can see, we're going to be busy in the next four dead nights. But I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you. Whatever we could do to help you, we're wanting to help you. I'm looking forward to this broadcast, this presentation, because we're going to delve into a topic that just it's just not being discussed. Churches avoid talking about witchcraft and how it can affect the believer, which is astonishing because it is the most prevalent force in our day and age, but the church is sleeping. I don't get it. It's, it's perplexing, mystifying to me how the church doesn't see the nefarious work of witchcraft in our present-day culture and society. It's mystifying, perplexing. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I deal with pastors, fellow pastors and ministers all the time. And they're kind of confounded. They're perplexed about deliverance and about uh, the prevalence of witchcraft and the need to fight witchcraft. And it's as if the modern-day church is sleeping, which they are. I, I really believe that. I think they're sleeping. I think the church has been bewitched. They don't see clearly. Thus, they're, they're unable, unable and incapable of helping individuals to get set free from these powers. So I'm I'm here behind this microphone to do what we can to offer assistance in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, we're getting many, many phone calls in. If you are wanting, and I'll open up the phone lines here in a moment. For those of you who have Q&A, I do want to teach because I do want to offer some uh, some advice on how you could protect yourself and and explore the subject of how Christians can be attacked by witchcraft. But Later on in the presentation here uh, today, we'll open up the phone lines for you if you have a, uh, a question. And I, I hope to provide an answer from the Bible, uh, from our experience in dealing with witchcraft. Uh, hopefully it will assist you in some way. The phone number is, is 646-564-9954. That's 646 564 9954. And if you're interested in speaking to us, uh, we're here to help you. Our ministry team is praying even now. As you're listening into this presentation, this broadcast, people are praying for you. That's 646 564 9954. I'm looking forward to being with you. 
tonight in Houston here at the Marriott. It's a little cold here. I was expecting it to be a little bit warmer here in Houston, Texas, but I'm, I'm, tonight we're going to experience the warmth of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will comfort. The Holy Spirit will empower us. And we're going to see Jesus Christ setting the captives free. I'm looking forward to seeing what God's going to do tonight. Join us, 7 p.m. here in Houston. But I'm I'm looking forward to discussing the subject of witchcraft, how to overcome witchcraft on today's edition of Deliverance. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. Consider that much of the New Testament was written by persecuted Christians to persecuted Christians. Paul wrote from jail to encourage the church at Ephesus. Peter wrote to Christians driven from Jerusalem and scattered across Asia Minor. What should the response be from Christians in the West today who can barely imagine suffering for our faith? We should study the lives of martyrs throughout history and around the world today. We should pray in brokenness for our pride and in gratitude for our freedom. And we should read the New Testament with fresh eyes and a humble spirit. To learn how you can pray for Christians facing persecution in restricted nations, call 875-VOICE. Dial 875-VOICE to pray for and encourage members of our spiritual family. That's 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'm so thankful that you've taken a few moments of your time to be with us on uh, today's edition of Deliverance. I would encourage you, if you're able to, to get to one of our websites. Now, we oversee an incredible amount of websites that have been developed, have been created to assist you, my friend, to equip you, to inspire, to educate jbartlandmissions.com. That's jbartlandmissions.com is a great place to start if you're wanting to know more about our our mission, our global mission around the world. jbartlandmissions.com. ifreedomfighter.org is our online training center where we actually we teach on how to raise the dead, on how to evangelize, how to expel inner witches, how to heal broken heart parts, how to we, we teach basic theology, advanced theology, systematic theology. We delve into topics that the church just simply just wants to avoid and dismiss. We're not afraid. 
We're not fearful. We we want to deal with these topics. We want because we believe there's a need. And obviously there is a need as we see as in, in, in everyday life. There is a need to educate believers on how to conduct effective spiritual warfare. That's ifreedomfighter.org. It's the world's largest miracle working training center that you'll find. Where we actually – you're not going to find another training center like this, Freedom Fire International Training Center, where we actually offer courses on how to raise the dead. As many of you know, I have some experience in this. I've raised the dead. And then how to cast out demons, how to heal broken hearts, how to expel soul invaders, how to evangelize, how to perform extraordinary miracles. You're not going to find another training center of its kind anywhere in the world ifreedomfighter.org now deliverancebloggorg is our testimonial website where you'll find many many hundreds I think 700 and nearly 750 entries testimonies of people being miraculously healed and cured of sicknesses people being raised from the dead testimonies of people being set free liberated from the powers of darkness, by the powers of from the powers of witchcraft and sorcery and spiritism, everything under the sun. It's, it's it seems like we deal with, and we we offer testimonies that hopefully will inspire and encourage you, my friend. That's deliverancebloggorg Now, exorcismblog.com is like a sister website. Again, testimonies, providing education, inspiration. Now, we're located in Pasadena, California, in 530 South Lake Avenue, Suite 922, Pasadena, California, 91101. Our number is 877-483-5519, 877-483-5519. Our email is j at jbartlandmissions.com, j at jbartlandmissions.com. J. Bartlett Missions is about proclaiming the cross of Jesus Christ, setting the captives free. And I'm just very thankful that you have decided to take some time to be with us. I have so much I want to share about the subject of witchcraft. Answer some of your questions. Can Christians be attacked by witchcraft? Of course they can. I just proved it to you from the Bible just a moment ago. We'll, we'll talk more about it here in a moment. But again, if you're wanting to talk to us, uh, we'll see how the time goes, but I'm wanting to take some phone calls, and a lot of people are calling in now. 646-564-9954. 646-564-9954. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. <laughs>
Welcome back to Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. I'm utterly shocked to see the frequency of soul invasion and those whom we're ministering to throughout the world. I'm encountering thousands of individuals with soul invaders. Nearly everyone I'm ministering to has the spiritual problem. Now, what am I speaking about? I'm speaking about foreign soul parts of other individuals have invaded you as a result of some soul tie that's been created. You know, the scripture speaks from Genesis to Revelation in many various places about the reality of souls coming together. And as a result of souls coming together, there's oneness. We see this happening, of course, in marriage. But it goes beyond marriage. It can happen even in friendship. Allow me to turn to 1 Samuel chapter 18. 1 Samuel chapter 18. Now, when he had spoken, this is verse 1. Now, when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. Was knit to the soul of David. So two souls coming together, and they're and the Bible describes it as a knitting taking place, a oneness. Now, some oneness is okay, obviously in marriage. If you have a that is, if you have a divinely orchestrated marriage, because many of you listening to this this podcast, many of you listening to this broadcast, this presentation today, you don't have a divinely orchestrated marriage. In fact, you have a marriage that was orchestrated by demons. Or a relationship that's that was connected by the powers of darkness, counterfeit, fraudulent. A godly marriage whereby God was the matchmaker were to come together. There's oneness that takes a true holy oneness. Now, if it was a counterfeit relationship, friendship, marriage, unholy soul tie, oneness, unholy oneness. But remember Second Corinthians chapter six, Paul. He says, not only can it happen in, in, a, in a marriage setting, but it can happen in friendship. That's why he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, he told the church of Corinth, do not be unequally yoked. Now, that's a very arch- archaic term to use. Yoking, it literally means sameness, oneness. We're not to be one with non-believers. Now, we're, of course, we're supposed to be friends with non-believers, bear witness to non-believers, but have some boundaries, my friends, boundaries. When there's no longer, when there's no boundaries, that's where invasion can take place. And the demons can access your life as a result of a spiritually illegal connection that's been created. And we're encountering Thousands upon thousands of individuals with soul invaders. Nearly everyone I'm ministering to has this spiritual problem. Now, the church of the living God needs to address these, this, this pervasive issue. We're the ones with the answer to this spiritual complexity. It's the power of Jesus Christ. For you must understand most individuals have soul invaders. They have inner witches. Most of you listening to this podcast Unless you've been through some significant deliverance, significant healing, inner healing, you probably have somebody in you, a part of them. Now, when I speak about somebody being in you, I'm not speaking about 
the totality of who they are. Obviously, their body's not in you. I'm speaking about their demons, and I'm speaking furthermore, underscore the word furthermore, not only having their demons as a result of some kind of soul tie oneness that's taken place, a connection, a bridge that has been formed, but you have an aspect of their lives, a soulish aspect of who they are. Again, I'm not talking I'm not speaking about the totality of who they are. I'm speaking about an aspect. Many of you have inner witches. This is just a simple fact we're discovering. Not too long ago on the East Coast, I was I was ministering in a church. I ministered to many who had soul invaders. For example, one young lady had numerous soul invaders, and a number of those were witches. And that's what we discovered. Most, most who have soul invaders, most of the, a vast majority, I should say, are witches. One was a Satanist who had befriended her. Now, she had no idea that this individual was a Satanist. I mean, do you think most witches and Satanists would just come out and say, hey, by the way, I'm a Satanist, I'm a witch? Generally, no. Generally, no. And and this Satanist had befriended her. I mean, this is a common tactic to connect, to gain access into your life. He also referred to himself as a warlock. He says, I'll never forget, it. this was in the sanctuary of this church. He actually surfaced from within this woman. He said, that's right. I placed a witchcraft spell upon her. That's what he readily confessed. I placed a witchcraft spell. Are you to tell me you're not immune to witchcraft? All of you listening, me, all of us. That's why I'm going to give you some tips on how to be proactive and how to protect yourself from the powers of witchcraft. You better believe people are setting spells. Did you know, and I've talked about this many, many times before, There are millions upon millions of websites, links, places on the internet where one could go to if they're wanting to cast a love spell, a sex spell, a seduction spell, a destruction spell, an accident spell, a sickness spell. This could explain why some of you are experiencing the problems that you're experiencing, financial issues, sabotage. You're experiencing – strange ailments, accidents, relationship issues. Why perhaps you're drawn to someone. People are resorting to witchcraft. And and, uh, here in this church in the East Coast not too long ago, I was ministering to this woman and an actual Satanist, a warlock surfaced. And he actually said, that's right, I placed a witchcraft spell on her. That's what he readily confessed. Quote, I used all kinds of curses to control her and get what I wanted from her, close quote. You better believe witchcraft is for real. I mean, just the, because of the advent of the internet and, the, and just doing a Google search, because some months ago, that's exactly what I did. I wanted to see how prevalent it was. And when I came across millions, when I just search in Google witchcraft spells, love spell, destruction spell, sex spell, uh, spell to get money, millions upon millions of links and websites and places 
on the internet where you can go to and learn how to cast curses and spells on someone. That right there should tell you. To have that much of witchcraft on the internet should lead you to believe what? There must be a demand for it. There must be an interest. Why creating so many multitude of websites and links and and providing so much information resources on this subject, unless there is an interest, there is an interest. Millions are turning to witchcraft. Now, most would say it's white witchcraft. They refer to it as the New Age, crystal healing. Tom Brady's wife, like I mentioned just at the beginning of the broadcast, healing stones, protection stones, wear a protection necklace. They try to sanitize witchcraft. You can't sanitize it. Witchcraft is witchcraft. I don't care if it's white witchcraft. I don't care if it's uh, healing stones, protection stones. It's all under the realm of the power of darkness. And by the way, God treats witchcraft very, very seriously. In theocratic Israel, if you were found to be guilty of practicing witchcraft, you were killed. Now, we, we don't live in theocratic, theocratic Israel. We live under a new covenant. Thank God for the, for the mercy and the grace of Jesus Christ. Or many of you listening to this broadcast wouldn't be alive right now. You'd be put to death. Thank God for the mercy of Jesus Christ, who forgives, who cleanses, who redeems. But the fact is, God does not look at witchcraft very lightly. It's a serious, serious offense, and it opens doors to demons. Now, you may say, well, I never did witchcraft, but did you create a soul connection at some level? Think about it. Have you created a soul connection with somebody who does witchcraft. Think about it for a moment. Have you opened yourself up to somebody at some level who's been dabbling with witchcraft? There's that possibility of them placing spells, not only placing spells, but actually invading you. Now, how can they invade you? What goes back to legality, spiritual? I mean, demons, soul invaders cannot arbitrarily end to you for any reason. They have to be given rights. Now, you may say, well, I live for Jesus Christ. Well, that may be. Is there unresolved? I'll just give you one example. Is there unresolved generational issues in your life? Okay, in the here and now, you're living for Christ. But are there generational ancestral evil issues that have been unresolved that opens the door? For the powers of darkness to come into your life. You better believe everybody does at some level. Thus, the need to go through generational curse breaking and getting free from ancestral spirits, closing thereby closing doorways. So it's less likely for somebody to get access to you. And then, of course, setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is something we teach on, on all the time. Now, back, back to this incredible encounter that I had on the East Coast. Not that long ago at this church, the Satanist, the warlock, said, that's right, I placed a witch. He actually surfaced within her. That's right, I placed witchcraft spell on her. I used all kinds of curses to control her and get what I wanted from her. I wonder what they want from you. Maybe it's to seduce you. Maybe it's to destroy you. Maybe it's to get your money. 
Maybe they're jealous, vindictive. They hate you because you're your witness for Jesus Christ. Perhaps they want to get you in a car accident, take you out prematurely, attack your kids, attack your family, attack your finances. There's all these kinds of curses and spells. Many of them involve candles. Sometimes employing the utilization of your hair, taking a picture of you, conducting the ritual, setting forth demons. These things are real, my friends. Well, you don't think witchcraft is real? The Bible speaks about witchcraft. Throughout the, the pages of Holy Scripture, in numerous places, we see witchcraft being referred. There's a classic text in Deuteronomy chapter 18. Deuteronomy chapter 18. The Scripture says, Moses is writing, and he says this. When you come into the land, he tells the people of God, when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes a son or daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft. Why is he telling the people of God? Because we are prone to what? To being seduced spiritually. We can be misled, led astray. Oh, you see it throughout Scripture. He says, well, you shouldn't be practicing witchcraft or a soothsayer, one who interprets omens, sorcerer, one who conjures spells, or a medium or a spiritist, one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. I think it's pretty clear. And I could I could spend hours just talking on this very subject from the Bible. But Moses is warning the people of God about the dangers of the occult, of necromancy, of the powers of witchcraft, of spell casting. Now, this warlock at this church service, very boastful. He said, I used all kinds of curses to control her and get what I wanted. He was boastful, arrogant. He also confessed to be involved in devil worship. <laughs> I brought out my cross of deliverance, and he was immediately nervous and shocked. He was stunned at the inherent powers of the cross of Jesus. As soon as he touched it, he bowed his head in submission to the holy powers of the cross of Christ. I mean, the packed hall. Watch closely and attentively as each and every witch that I and I confronted many inner witches bowed to the superior powers of the cross of Jesus Christ. All the witches were amazed and marveled at the superior powers of God. I, I've discovered many sorcerers have never been challenged with a superior power. Jesus is the difference maker. He is superior. For he is God in the flesh. Do not retreat. Go forward in the power of the Holy Spirit. Seek deliverance. Those of you wondering, listening to this broad podcast, broadcast, you're wondering if you have an inner winch? Get to one of our meetings. You'll find out. You can find out even tonight. If you're anywhere near the Houston area or tomorrow in Vancouver, British Columbia, or in Los Angeles. And then, of course, if you look at my schedule, I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm going to be in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm going to be in... Um, uh, Omaha, Nebraska, going back to Arizona, San Diego, California, 
I mean, I'm going to be throughout the North America and around the world. Toronto, those of you listening in from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, get to one of our public meetings. Tonight's a great great opportunity. You can catch a flight. And if you're nearby, get to our it's, – it's a great opportunity to find out. Wouldn't you like to find out? I'm here to tell you the difference maker is Jesus. He is superior. He is God in the flesh. Do not retreat. Go forward in the power of the Holy Spirit. And last night or a couple nights ago, we dealt uh, in another meeting. We dealt with more people who had witches. I'm sure tonight, same thing. But I'm here to tell you that we stand our ground for Jesus Christ. We battle the witches with the superior powers of Jesus Christ, and they are expelled. They are expelled. And then this woman, she was so happy afterwards. She just said, I'm free, I'm free. It was just a beautiful night. And I'm believing the same here in, in Houston. You can be set free from the powers of witchcraft. And as we see so clearly in Scripture, you can be attacked. Can Christians be attacked? Yes. Now, it's a yes and no answer because, yes, your body and your soul, because remember, you're a tripart human being. You're made of much more than just simply a body of a soul, which is your mind, your emotions. Those aspects of you can be attacked, obviously, but not your spirit nature. For If you've been born again, your spirit nature is hidden in Christ in the heavenly realms. So obviously your spirit nature cannot be attacked, but your mind can be attacked. Your body can come under attack from witchcraft curses and spells. We see so clearly here in Genesis, uh, in Galatians. Again, Galatians chapter 3, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. Uh, their minds, they, were got, they got bewitched. Though they were born again, though they were lovers of Jesus Christ, they were bewitched. But you can be set free. Now, I have a, another, uh, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, another 30 minutes to an hour of more broadcasting. I'm looking forward to, to uh, perhaps we have time because there's so much I want to discuss here because I know I'm getting a lot of people calling in. But I'm looking forward to doing whatever we can to help you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 